And we're ready. We are on. All right. Welcome to the lunch table. Uh, lots of lots of things to talk about, and a uh, pretty weird time uh, uh, in the world right now, especially in America. Um, we're gonna try to stick to uh, stick to fun content uh, for today. So uh, let's get into it. We have uh, accredited rap analyst uh, Matthew Paul Kammer in the house, and uh, we're we're gonna talk about our opinions on uh, the best and worst rappers in the game right now. But specifically today, we'll be focusing on uh, what's some of the most hit or miss albums of 2020. So let's start off with. What are you guys' opinions on Eternal Take? It's good. I don't know why people hate it so much. It wasn't as good as all, any of his last albums, but it's still good. See, my opinion was, I'd say the straight, the music itself on Eternal Take is a solid 8 or an 8.5. It's a great album. It's just, just we had to wait so long for it. That took him like two years to make. And while it's a good album, it's not better than uh, Exo... What are his other albums? Love is Rage 2. It's not better than that. It's not better than Lil Uzi Against the World or something. It's still a good album, though. It just got it just got a lot of hate because people had to wait so long for it, and they were expecting just a banger, and it was just a pretty good album. Huff, what are your thoughts? Um, going to be real with you. I I didn't listen to Eternal Take. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody was, like, hyping it up. Like, I remember being at school and, like, People talked about how like he dropped it early or whatever, and I was like, oh, "That's kind of cool." It wasn't but, like really early; it was three years later. But it was no, I mean, but he, he yeah, yeah, it know, was a, yeah. I was commenting, but okay, whatever. <laughs> I I don't know. I like I'm not a big Uzi fan in the first place, so so uh, all right. So Matthew, you are. You and you enjoy the rap genre. I, I'm a, I'm a pretty big connoisseur for rap. Yeah. Yes, but uh, I gotta say, your what you enjoy is not what. It sucks. Yeah, like no offense to Pop Smoke, R.I.P. <laughs> but I, really I just don't listen th- to like six of his songs. <laughs> I really only listen to Foreigner, Gaddy, uh. I, I, I personally kind of like his hey, voice. I really only listen to like Foreigner, Gaddy, Dior, Meet the Woo, and Welcome to the Party. That's really about it. I just, just the whole Woo Back Wednesday memes and everyone hyping up Pop Smoke is just so funny. I'm not even the biggest rap fan. I just like Pop Smoke fan. I just like to post a lot of those edits on my story <laughs> of like SpongeBob going like, Foreigner! Uh, you want to drop your snack? The, uh... Here, I'll, I'll show. I'll kind of play the music. No, no, no. That, to no, one no. Of... We'll get copyrighted. You can't do that. Oh shit! You're right. <laughs> we could just like, yeah, that's right. Um, what what other good albums were there? What, what's your what are you guys' opinion on My Turn by Lil Baby? You didn't listen to it at all, <laughs> dude. It's good. Right. The best song is. Hold on. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've I like. Um, what albums can you name? Yeah, for real. Hold on. I gotta find it in here. There's a lot of them. Wait, where is it? Oh, yeah. 
Lil Boat 3 was good. It wasn't as good as uh, my turn, though. The best I mean, no, the best song on here is No Sucker with Moneybag Yo. I don't know who that guy is, but yeah. it's good. Low Boat 3 was better. Yeah, we'll talk about that next. But I think... I think my turn was a great album, but I feel like it didn't get a lot of hype from, like, the media and a lot of hip-hop culture, you feel me? Like, Lil Baby's, like, a decently well-known artist, but, like, I didn't see a ton of people, like, posting about it or talking about it, so... But I still think it's a great album. It's definitely top 10 of 2020. Um, next, we're going to talk about Lil Boat 3. I'd say it's a, gr- it's a pretty good album. It's probably about like an 8 out of 10, maybe a 7.5. But I think it's a really good album because Lil Yachty, like he fell off. If you look at some of his older stuff from like 2016, 2017. And he hadn't really made a ton of music regardless since. And the stuff he made wasn't even that great. Wait, wait, wait. Can, but I think... Can I interject? Oh, of course. Um, All right. All right, so um, back on. Saying a little bit three. Yeah, well, actually, what I was gonna say was uh, an underrated. Well, actually, no, it's not underrated, but a very good single of this year. Kind of surprised me was Oprah's bank account. It's not a single. Yeah. It came out before the album. Oh, I, I was, I was, I was, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was being stupid. I forgot there's multiple rappers on. I kind of forgot what single. Meant. Oh, is that the one with um Drake? Yeah, yeah it's got Drake and like Dude. maybe even. I think it's not like the baby and Tra- it's like a big. There were like a lot of people on. It. I think it's Yachty. I know it's Yachty and Drake. Yeah, the ba- the baby's on it too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Lil Yachty, the baby featuring Drake. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was good. And then I like how he put it onto the album. But I think it's kind of dumb when rappers release songs as singles and then try to add it to the album. Like That's uh, kind of the whole thing. I, they, I see. I I don't mind it. I mean, like they're just like song, they're just beefing up the album. I don't really. I get that. Like uh, what Uzi, like when Uzi dropped uh that way, like a day before he released Eternal Take. That's fine. But like he released Oprah's Bank Account like a decent time before Oprah's Bank Account. Before Little Bit Three. That's yeah. Little Let's see. When I remember. Yeah, I mean, probably like a solid three months. Alright, so Sean said he had stuff to say about Lil Bit 3. Oh, I need to vent for a second. Okay. The worst album of this year, Music to be Murdered by by Eminem, was hot garbage. Eminem has not made a good album since Recovery in like 2010, and I'm very disappointed by it. Yeah, that's what I thought. It It was that area. I mean, Monster featuring Juice World was actually very good. I like to listen to that, but I could not. Wait, wait, wait. It was Godzilla, not Monster. (laughs) There's another song that Eminem's on. Edit this part out. Edit this out. Right now. I definitely gave it an end. No. It makes it funnier. Don't don't stop recording. Sorry. That was some retarded stuff. But I thought that was good, but I I couldn't listen to any other song on that album. It's just. I mean, I understand it. You know, Eminem, he can't rap about, like, being addicted to drugs or, like, being broke and stuff anymore because, like, he's not, and he's rich now. But, like, his music really just fell off. Like, his older albums, like Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, Marshall Mathers LP 2 are just very iconic in hip-hop. But, I mean, the stuff he's released, like, Kamikaze was terrible. I agree. Music to be murdered by was terrible. He just, he really fell off. I don't care. Alright, can we get back but, but, to but, can we get back to a little bit three? But regardless, Eminem is still the best rapper of all time. Who Eminem? Yeah. 
Yeah, true. But yeah, okay. Very true, very true, very true. I don't know if he's the best, but he's like... Top three, easy. He's up there. Top five, maybe. Actually, Actually yeah, probably top three. Him and, um, who else is good? I like him and him just because like, I don't really he like sheer old rap. talent. Like, you know, like, like yeah. Rap God. Yeah, like, he's just like, he also, like, doesn't mumble. He speaks clearly. Yeah, right. And one thing I really like about not just Eminem in general, but old school rap is the beat. I mean, beats used to just be so much simpler. Now, like, rappers almost rely on the beat. Like, ZZ, like Kodak featuring Travis Scott, if that song didn't have a beat, that would have been ten times worse, but the beat just yeah, kind of saved that, it. But, but that like, song's amazing. It's yeah, but if you take the beat away, it's a below average song. Okay. But like, you, can say that with, feel, you can say that with any song. I also feel that's where, like... Any newer genre. That's where... That's why I don't like it, because, like, the older stuff, the beats were just so simple. It's just kind of, like, two hits of a drum and, like, a cymbal or something very, very simple that just kind of goes. But, like... But now it's, like, they got, like, big, like, edits and different noises and stuff. I just don't really like it. That's why I don't mind... I don't mind, like, producers releasing music, like, under their name. Like, Metro Boomin, Murder Beats, uh, Diplo. I don't know. I don't like Marshmallow. He doesn't make it for rap, but he's talking about what you're saying. Yeah. Like, he just releases the beat and then says it's, like, his song featuring someone else. True. All right, Henry. Metro Boomin. Speak the truth on Low Boat 3. I mean, we already talked about a little bit. Lobo three was a while ago. We gotta talk. We about finished Lobo three. Oh, all right, we did. Oh, okay. And I started talking about music. We heard All right. Sucked. Um, can we cut this one out? Uh, I might. Uh, what was the other albums in twenty twenty? I know. Did. Uh, oh. Future, yeah. I think the Fugit- goat by Polo G. Oh. Not that good. What? There's like two or three good get, songs on get, it. Let get, me speak my get. mind. We're good. Um, Space Force. Josh, you're the only one here that's seen that. I feel like I've no, seen that. No, Sean, Sean's seen it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll sit up. This yeah, time. you I'll can, sit. you I'll can shut up. up. Stop. No, what is wrong with you? Back to Space Force. Uh, Space Force was, uh, released on Netflix this past week. Um, I feel like a lot of people were let down by this show. Because I think, and I know I did this, and I'm sure a lot of people did too. Came in expecting this to be like The Office, uh, like same quality of comedy. Um, and I, I, I guess that was somewhat of a unrealistic expectation, just because I don't think so. I feel like The Office I mean, can't it's be got matched. A great funny cast. I mean, it's got yeah, people. but it's just not it's delivered got... correctly. I mean, yeah, that's on the writers, definitely. Like, um, it, it had Steve Carell. Uh, yeah, the guy that voices Joe Swanson on Family Guy. Ben Schwartz. Isn't that the kid that goes to Elder? No. Oh. That's, um, you ever seen Parks and Rec? Yeah. It's Jean Ralphio. I mean, I don't watch the show. I've seen it before. Oh, well, never mind. Oh, I know. And nevertheless, it's got, a, it's got a funny cast, but it's just delivered incorrectly, I feel like. The jokes aren't funny. Yeah, I think that's that's all about all there is to say on that. Uh, Elon Musk and Grimes had to change their kid's name uh, from whatever X-A-E-12. whatever it was. Twelve. Yeah, because uh, apparently you can't have any. What what was it? No. California. Yeah. Which makes sense. But what what about? Don't some people have like? No 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 no. 
I would. Yeah, that would be illegal because it's John Dash Paul. What about like last names? I don't know. This yeah. depends. Actually, I have no idea. Yeah, like, why are you supposed to know the California laws on names, John? No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, yep. Yeah, this is kind of a dumb one. I Matthew needs to get off of his phone. Oh, I'm not even relevant to this because you were talking about the. Water. All right, well now we're talking about Elon Musk's kid. Okay, Elon Musk named his kid some stupid. I mean, I think it was really funny when people asked what the gender was, and the wife was like, "You know, we're gonna." And it's not his wife girlfriend oh. same thing and she Some, she's like she i don't know how much younger but she's significantly younger she's than like said Musk some is. dumb stuff like we're actually gonna wait to announce it for her for them to like find their wait own grimes identity. is 22 years old how old is elon musk he's like hold on look it up he's in his 40s definitely easily and then elon's just like no it's a boy yeah Bro, why can't you name the kid Grimes? He's 48. And wait, just check, check her age. She's like 22. She's 32. 32. Oh, Alright, that's, that's not that bad. bad. I, 16 years is still a pretty big difference. 20, I mean, 22 would have been like borderline. He was 20 yeah. when she was 4 years old. Exactly. That'd be like. He, was, he, he was starting businesses yeah. when she was just getting out of diapers. diapers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Kind of creepy. Um, now let's uh, talk about Ma Tesla. Matthew had some thoughts on the Cybertruck. I think. Well, I thought we were going to have a little discussion on it. Yeah, we are. That's I mean, I think it's a truck for people that don't know about trucks. Can you say that? I, I mean, agree. it's got it's got tons so of. How much How much do you know about trucks? I, I mean, mean, not a ton. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean that about fourteen thousand pounds of towing on that is very good. The new F-150, you can get like 8,000 max. Wait, probably stock. There's 14,000 pounds of towing on the Cybertruck? Yeah, it, it's, really? it's pretty nice. I just think, I'm not the biggest fan of electric cars, but I understand they're practical. But I just think the design on the Cybertruck is just so ugly. It looks like the car we all drew when we were in like third grade. <laughs> you know, the... Mm, mm. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, it's just got like random stuff. Like, why does a regular truck that a citizen is driving need bulletproof windows? Like, can't have shit in Cincinnati. <laughs> bro, bro, they took the deck. Forward, no. <laughs> they, gave, they gave it back. Wait, I want to say something about the truck. All right. The Tesla Cybertruck? No, the other truck. It's, um. We're about to be kicked off here. It's a, tr it's a truck for people that want to flex that they have, like, a fancy Tesla truck. Yeah. Agreed. Next segment. Yeah. Here we go. All right, here we go. Back on. Uh, thoughts on TikTok. Doesn't matter. All right. Um, I actually don't have the app anymore. I do have the app. I use it too much. Same. Um, okay, so... Matthew had some interesting opinions about some of the creators. I think everyone thinks this. I mean, someone please explain to me why Charlie D'Amelio deserves 60-something. What is it? How many followers? Hold the microphone up your mouth. She has like 60 million followers. I think. She does just the most e like dances that anyone can learn that's like physically able could learn to do in like 10 minutes i don't know about that i well okay. i mean you really I, think I, if I, I'm not you sat in front of a time though yeah but i'm saying she gets famous on stuff anyone can do if they tried 
And it's like, I just don't, and it's like, sure, I just really don't understand. Also, like, there are videos of her just, like, doing nothing. Like, if you know what, like, TikTok is, and there's, like, sound, there's literally one of her just with no original sound her just sitting there eating a piece of cake, getting, like, six million likes. Like, explain to me why that deserves six million likes. It's art. When, like, some people that, like, actually take time into their content don't get, like, 10,000. So I think it's very broken. Also, keep politics off TikTok. I came to laugh, not to hear people argue. I got something to say. Could you agree with that? I, I, yeah. I've got something to say, too. The algorithm on TikTok is, so broken. is one of the weirdest things ever. It's just so broken. I mean, it's like, like oh, you're a minor with your ass out? Uh, For you, page right much. now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, like, I mean, you compare that algorithm. Like, I don't even know how, like, YouTube's algorithm works. YouTube's but I, actually but I know it's it's so much harder. Off. Like, it, if you uploaded a video to YouTube compared to if you did something on TikTok, it would be so much harder to get, like, any views. Yeah. Which, oh, which yeah. I, it can help out in certain cases. You can easily get famous on TikTok for doing nothing. Like, yeah, showing which, your ass on camera. Or... Or saying something remotely like so funny. Or, <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to cuss. Or yeah. your boobs. Oh, all right. Or and um, like <laughs> another annoying thing on TikTok is like people ranking Travis Scott albums. That is the most annoying no, no, thing. No. I've the ever worst content. Con- worst. The only thing on TikTok that is worse than Charlie D'Amelio is the little eight-year-old kids that post videos of Fortnite dancing. <laughs> I don't mean Fortnite content. I mean, literally, they make the Fortnite characters, they just do emotes, and they do dumb TikTok sounds to it. Or I also saw this one edit of this kid saying, top 10 Fortnite skins, I would, and then they used a bunch of little emojis. And this kid's like eight, and it's all these female emojis. I'm like, bro, how do you know what that was? And and the videos don't get taken down. I'm like, I had a video get taken down. It was Spongebob, but they edited it so it was him singing Chief Keef. And it got taken down because it violated community guidelines. And then these TikToks of people just literally 90% naked. It's like, you get on the For You page. TikTok is very broken. Fuck TikTok. Also, there's a lot of um, a lot of toxic people on TikTok. Half the comments are like, is this thing on? Dude, the volume's all the way down. Oh, crap. <laughs> I, Matthew, think, I, th- I think Matthew's whole speech just got... I don't know. Anyway, when people try to like make TikTok say everything racist, like when people put that video of Trump, Trump going, I'm... Tr- oh, wait, we're not talking about politics. Yeah. I mean, it's on TikTok, we though, and t- it's just like... It's just th- this is the other thing about politics. Each, like, the there's like a Republican hype house and a... Democrat hype house, and each of them just post dumb one-sided things. Like, we're not, not going to get too political and actually talk about issues, but it's like they'll just post like one clip of them doing one thing and just completely ignore everything else they stand for. Like the clip with like no context of what they're saying, and they're like, "Oh, they're racist." It's it's very ignorant. I I I've all of those uh, political accounts blocked. I don't want them on my for you page. Um, any more opinions on this? This is pretty, pretty no, big. No, we're, we're about out of time uh, for this segment anyway. Uh, coming up next is the MLB going to come back 
We will no, see. No, it's not. Okay. Two, one. All right, back on. Um, big question of the day: Is the MLB coming back? No, no response. Okay. Um, I think it is no, sometime in sometime in early July. I think they'll come to an agreement and do something. I don't know how like the playoffs are going to work or if they're going to have anything like that. I think it'll happen though. Here's here's the thing. Here's what I think is going on because nobody nobody's really knows at this point. I I mean the players have said like a large group of them is that like they just want to play. Um, and but you know the managers were like, oh, but we're missing out on so much money. I but truthfully, yeah, I tr okay, yeah, that's what I meant. GMs, I truthfully don't think the managers are missing out on that much money because. Some of them have said, you know, like they could go without a season this year. So are they really missing that much well, money? They make so much money. No, I, the Reds would hurt much more without a season this year yeah. than the New York than the New York Yankees. Obviously, play. depends on the salary cap and stuff like that. Yeah, well, that that I mean that's part of it, but I mean just not having fans in the seats this season—that's a big. Oh. Yeah, and like all the concessions and stuff. That's like, yeah, that's yeah. Like I mean, about. just I mean, there's sales is where they. I've, yeah, I feel like there's. I feel like there's so many avenues that they just they make money also, off of, and we don't even know about. I also think if they like make it like no fans are only able to accept a few in there, I think it'd be a lot harder to actually watch them on TV because I feel like they'd make you pay like to watch each game. Yeah. Oh, which is probably what I feel like they might do. It'd probably be like a lot less expensive than a ticket. Probably like maybe like five dollars to watch a game. I but know. I just think that's. I mean, they're gonna have to make money somehow, and that's probably the most practical thing. So I don't. I don't know. I don't. Well, I wouldn't do that. I feel like the MLB coming back this season. I don't know if I would even watch it. Dude, what are you doing? Gotta look good in the podcast. Okay. I don't know if I would even watch it because like baseball is such a fan. Um, what's the word? Oriented. Yeah, fan oriented sport. I mean, imagine like someone hits a home run, no. you look up Literally and like just, you don't see. It. Dead yeah, it's it's seats. It'd be like watching batting practice. Yeah, I just feel like a big oh. scrimmage. But if they do play with no fans or something like that, it'd be more fun to see, have all the players like mic'd up and you can hear them talking. You know, during the games. I don't know if they do that. That that'd be cool. They do it in spring training sometimes. Yeah, I guess. So it could be like that, but for... I mean, it'd be like spring training the whole season, but with the good players. But another yeah. part about the money revenue, I feel like, is there are a lot of people that like will go to baseball games but don't even really care a ton about baseball. They just kind of go for like the experience. You know what I'm saying? Like Just kind of like the atmosphere of the games, you know, eating food. And just like people that like, they're fine with baseball. Like it's kind of fun to watch, but like it's not something they're going to like spend three hours staring in front of a TV doing. So I feel like it's gonna, they're going to lose a ton of money from like middle type people like that. Yeah. Um, all right. Expanding the college football playoff. To 16 teams. Will it happen? Probably not. Yeah. This is how I think they should do it. I think all the power five conference champion winners, automatic top five seats. And then based on whatever rank the team is, that's how you go from one seed to five. Then I think six through ten should be all the teams that played in the conference championship and lost. 
And then I think the last six should be, uh, no, six through 11. And then the last five, or I'm not, I'm, six n- whatever, whatever. The first, the first five, fuck, I'm stupid. First five con- people, teams that won the conference, second five teams that played in the conference championship but lost, and then just six at large teams, like, have like the committee decide, like, who gets that. Like what they do right now, but just that's the last six instead of the only four. Because I feel like a big one was like 2014 Ohio State. They won the national championship, but TCU should have been in the playoff instead of that. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, we're almost out of time. But anyway, um, doing that, if they expanded it, it would give teams that don't like wouldn't normally get in a chance to do right. it. Right, because you could have a team that's like really And it could like, be a big upset, you know what I mean? Yeah. And... Uh, you know, like, you wouldn't have to be in a good conference to... it also give teams, like, much more incentive. You feel me? Like, some really low... There's a big market for that. All right, let's let's get back into Henry. the conversation. But, yeah, like, I think, like, you could have teams that are, like, in the AP pool that are, like, 12th or, like, 13th that, like, would have no shot at a national championship right now. Like, two, three lost teams. But then if they sneak in the playoff, then they've, like, a serious... Then they get, like, a lot of, like, hype... And, like, the, a team that everyone's, like, counting out, no one cares about, they get an opportunity to play one of the best teams in the country. And just, like, teams that, like, Michigan State, for example, this year, a lot of people they had a lot of decent preseason hype, and then they finished, like, terrible. 19th or 18th. They, were, they weren't they were completely terrible. But teams like that who could theoretically get into the playoff or teams that, like, were expected to be really good and then just had one bad game, that standardly right now would completely knock them out yeah. of consideration, then they're still one of the best teams. They just didn't have that one mistake. They still get in the playoff. Oh, like when? Like when um, Ohio State lost to Purdue that year. Yeah, oh, they got, yeah. Yeah. But, like, if something like that happened now, they could still. But still, like, yeah. Still probably but get still in. That's the year. I, Ohio that's, State that's, still that's, rolled Michigan, uh, played other good teams, yeah. and beat them considerably. That's, a, still, that is on, that's what makes me upset the most about how it's set up like i mean you you can count well yes i mean sometimes you can count literally a one loss team out sometimes a no loss team out which is like which is dumb yeah you did everything you possibly could for sure but at the same time i feel like like some sunbelt teams going undefeated is very different i i despise the sec like if you if you brought is like Western Kentucky, um, Arkansas State. Yeah. Bo- I think Boy- um, Marshall, maybe. Like, all those really small, like, a Boise small State. Team like that that goes undefeated isn't really as big of a deal. Like, like Boise State, State going, like, goes undefeated, like, every single year. So they play in the Mountain West Conference. But, like, and they never get any, like, attention. They usually finish, like, 10th because they went undefeated. You know what but I But they don't get a serious shot at the Natty. Or, like, UCF, like, three years ago. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, UCF's undefeated. And then they beat, like, Auburn in a bowl. And everyone, like, self-declared national championships. It would have been nice to see them get a chance to actually play against Bama or Ohio State or Clemson, like a big program, see if they could have proved themselves that year. It wasn't just, like, what they thought. If they thought they were the best team or, like, some computer-generated shit. You feel me? Yeah. You know what I would want to see? I would love to see... A team like Alabama come up um, and play in the horseshoe, play at Ohio Stadium for like just on a really cold day, like a cold November game, 
Monday well, December game or January game. Okay, whatever. Uh, a time when it's cold. They would get absolutely. The they would get throttled. I wouldn't say throttled, but I. They would Ohio definitely State would win. Or Ohio State definitely gets a bit more. If Ohio edge. State and Clemson played in the regular season at Ohio State, I yeah. Think I mean, if win. the refs actually had eyes, so Ohio State would have beat. Yeah, them. they should have won that game. It was a fumble. I mean, sure, Ohio State, like... All right, that, that was a while ago. Took it to Let's, the red zone, like, three I could talk for an hour about that. But the Clemson guy caught it, took three steps, turned around, and then lost the ball. That, that's inexcusable. Also, the targeting on who was it? I don't remember. That was stupid. And it's like, he was running, he, he was going ejected. to tackle him like this, and then Trevor Lawrence my grandpa was got right. tackled from <laughs> behind by Chase Young. So it wasn't targeting, because he was going to rap like this... Yeah. But then Trevor Lawrence got tackled, so his head lowered, so he couldn't move. So I just think that was really a terrible call. I need to think, rethink that rule. All right. Henry on the horn. Speaking of college football, who's going to win the Heisman? Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? I like Justin Fields. You're predicting that already? It's going to be one of those two. Okay. They're going to be what finalists, what probably. What if someone has like a breakout season? Obviously, I mean, yeah, the two most but about those two are probably going to be finalists if they don't get injured. Yeah, sure. It'll be Fields. I think it's going to be Fields. A lot of Trevor Fields is overrated. A lot of Fields is uh, weapons like receivers and tight ends, and his O line weren't seniors this year, so a lot of them are coming back. And Ohio State's got fantastic recruiting class, Paris Johnson, and like one of the best receivers in the country. They got. Oh, yeah. they're pretty oh, stacked. So I think Fields is gonna have a lot of weapons, and he was kind of injured near the end of the season, which so I didn't perform well. But definitely like Fields. All right, um, I think that is all we have for uh, today.